Welcome to Ghibli, Ghibli Minute. Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. I'm Diego Dunham. This is the podcast where we analyze Ghibli movies. Minute one minute, by minute. Minute by minute. One minute at a time is yep. another way to say that. We are on minute four of Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Yep. Minute four opens with a tapestry depicting a flying winged figure in blue. It ends with another masked figure, different from the one that we've seen before, walking into a strange forest. Whoa. So let's dig in. So we got, this mm-hmm. is the last minute with opening credits. Yes. We run through cinematography, cooperation, and whatever then, that is, of Takahashi production. Yeah. Editing. Sound mixing, sound mm-hmm. effects, assistant directors, production manager, production desk, whatever that means. It reminds me of the the Ultra Q TV series where the lady reporter is always calling her editor and oh. she calls him desk. Yeah. Desk! <laughs> desk! <laughs> desk! 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 Onegai! Yeah. Onegai! <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I just... <laughs> I just picture uh, everybody on the set coming up and desk, desk to uh, Shigehiro Suzuki's production desk. <laughs> we got producer Isao Takahara, mm-hmm. production production Toruhara, which IMDb IMDb lists him as animation producer. Really, I don't know whatever that means. And then uh, final credit director Hayao Miyazaki. Kantoksha yeah. Hayao Miyazaki. Yep. So those are the credits. So mm-hmm. what's going on behind those credits? First thing we see besides the tapestry is clouds. Yeah, so the, it's a dissolve clouds. shot for whatever that means. It's dissolved from the tapestry into the clouds. Mm-hmm. And then we see like a white bird looking thing. Yeah, with clouds drifting over green over land. Green land. It looks bluish. And then we see me. a winged shape. Could be a bird. Could be a plane. Could be a bird. Could be playing, could be it's Superman. Probably not Superman, but <laughs> yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Could be anything. Uh, and then it cuts to a close up. We see it is a, a slight figure. Yeah. A figure of slight build. Slight build. Possibly female. <laughs> in blue, piloting mm-hmm. a glider. Yeah. The coolest glider in all of film his- history is. I cannot argue with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty boss. <laughs> I want it yeah. so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine like could you imagine like going somewhere to school, going to work? Going yeah, to work your daily with commute. That, and just being like and like your friends being like, What is that? And be like, Oh nothing, just the coolest ladder in all of film yeah. history. Yeah. Pretty 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 boss. Yeah. It has a name, right? Do we learn it later in the movie? I don't remember the name. I know it because I've been reading the manga. Yeah. It's Mev. Mev? M-E-H-V-E, as it's spelled in the English. Mev. 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 I can't remember if they... We'll see, we'll see if they refer to it by name in the movie. I don't remember it being referred to, if anything. If it would be referred to, it would be like someone being like, you have to use the Mev or something. Yeah. It's like put the Mev in the other ship, in the brig or, or yeah, something. Like, I forget. I think it's called the Mev. Or like That's someone not the name like, of the... Either that or it's the name of the gunship. Does the gunship have a name? Probably. We'll get there. I think it's... We'll call it the Mev for now. The Mev. Okay. And so we cut to a rear view. And so we see that this glider has an exhaust port. And it's a blue flame. Yeah. I like blue. It's a blue... So it's... Something is generating thrust. Yes. And that something is glowing. 
mm-hmm. a faint blue. Yeah. So what powers this glider? What do I you don't, think? I don't know. Like, because if most of humanity is like dead and rebuilding itself and there's like these giant spores everywhere, my immediate, like as a person, if I was in this time period, my immediate thought would be what is, what are these spores and like how can we use them? You think it's powered by the spores themselves? Maybe. You think they go in and collect the spores? I, we I don't see s- some problems with this, yeah. this theory. I do too. I like it. I like the thought. I like where yeah. it's coming from. But we don't see We it. see them be very, very careful about taking spores into the village oh, later. Right. I don't think they would have like cans of it or bags of it lying around mm. to throw into the, the gas tank, into the spore tank yeah. of the glider. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, this is where we we kind of this is a problem. Yeah, with this movie and some of the other movies, <laughs> and you know what? And again, I love Chocobos. We we talked about we, how big of a fan we are of Chocobos. Love Chocobo. Also, love airships. You love airships. I love airships. I. This is the second fight kind of <laughs> link between Ghibli and Final Fantasy. Yeah, the Chocobos and the airships. I I never gave airships a second thought but they look cool and you've got airships all over this movie yeah there's another movie, laputa oh yeah airships all over that movie those airships look pretty boss yeah i love airships but it's kind of a problem in this both of those movies is what powers those airships a bigger problem for this movie Mm because we assume that this is a a post petrochemical society right that they're not digging up oil and refining it right. and making jet fuel. Mm-hmm. So it's probably something else. What would that something else be? So in the manga, mm-hmm. there's a scene where she's flying the gunship. She's like on a test flight with the gunship. Mm-hmm. And the gunship has like, you know, a pilot and a co-pilot. Yeah. We'll get there. Right. But she's going like full speed and the co-pilot is saying, the tri-crystal is at full power or something like that. So, so that there's like something called a tri-crystal. So is this... That's involved in powering at least the gunship. So is this, In the manga, yeah. at least. So is this like how in Laputa, the main like gem is like powering this entire castle well, in that one, we will, maybe we'll get there someday. Yeah, maybe someday. I don't know if that's a power source or if it's just like a control, like I, a key, control key. It seems to be like keeping everything in place. So maybe it's not a power source essentially, but like just the foundation of everything. Yeah, and in the manga for this, mm-hmm. it's not the actual, well, I we'll get there. <laughs> it's not <laughs> the actual warrior that's being passed around as the, the MacGuffin. Right. Do you know that word? I don't know. I know someone with a last name, McGuffin. Oh, you do? Really? Are people always chasing this person? No, she's actually really nice and super gentle. (laughs) So McGuffin is like, I think it came from Hitchcock, but it's like the thing, the object that kind of propels the plot that everybody Mm -hmm. is chasing. And it doesn't matter what it is. You might as well call it a McGuffin. Yeah. So everybody's. Yeah. So in this movie, it's. We'll see that it's, yeah, spoiler alert, we'll see that it's a giant robot. But in the manga, oh. it's a control stone, similar to Laputa. Yeah. It's the control stone for the robot. Mm-hmm. The robot itself. Is right. Not. Anyway, where would, oh, so crystals. Crystals are what powers. Could be crystals. So the problem is mm-hmm. with having powered flight in this world. Yes. Is that if it's clean enough, it's like crystal base. 
Yeah. It sounds like a clean source of power. Mm -hmm. And if it's clean enough for them to maintain this agrarian society, maybe it's not. Maybe it's maybe. totally dirty. Yeah. But if, if it was a clean energy source, mm -hmm. then wouldn't, if that industrial civilization right. had developed a clean energy source, mm -hmm. it's kind of maybe you wouldn't have the sea of decay. Yeah, right. Or is the sea of decay the product of everything? Like it was too late once they developed this tri-crystal right. power. So like near the end when like there's fire oh, he's everywhere. Found, uh, oh, we found this thing. Oh, we're dying now? Oh, cool. too late. <laughs> Great. If only we had found uh, the tri-crystal earlier. I don't know. But as a kid, I always thought the glider was just wind-based. And that would make sense, I guess, like with all this wind symbolism up until this point. Yeah. But since it is being powered by something that isn't wind power... Yeah. I guess then that theory kind of goes away immediately and you're yeah. like what is why do we worship the wind now <laughs> yeah if we're not using it and seeing it as like oh this god is helping us survive why are we why are they worshiping the wind yeah like well oh, we'll get there yeah we'll get there, we'll get there. That, that becomes clear a little bit later yeah so so i don't think we have an answer for what's power in this thing but it's a good question mm -hmm. just to keep in mind right she also has a rifle you can see the rifles mounted yep. on the glider. She has like another thing. on The rifle is mounted on the right. What is that thing she has on the left? It looks like a cane. Is it a cane? Like the handle for it at least looks cane-like. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Like it could be like maybe could it's be, like maybe a... Maybe it's like a hatchet or something. Yeah, like a hatchet or like a spear or something. To maybe. Hatchet's uh, very useful. Yeah, so that would make more sense, I guess. So then we see the, her flying this glider over these... Giant skulls. Giant skulls of these giant robots that we had seen, the warrior robots that we'd seen earlier, the giant blue dudes in the tapestry. And they look They're sick. overgrown. Yeah, they look, they look sick. They look so cool. So cool. They look so cool. <laughs> uh, they destroyed the world, but uh, they look so oh, cool man, doing this it. Oh, man, aesthetically, <laughs> so good. <laughs> It's almost worth the world being destroyed to have something look that cool. Not really, but so they're like sitting. We see two of them, and they're just huge, and they're just sitting in the middle of the forest, kind of overgrown. Yeah. With plants, they're just part of the landscape now. Yeah, and I, I, me thinking as a person in the civilization again, as I've done this like a bunch now, like I would want to kind of keep those, I guess. And, like, see if I could use anything from that, even though they destroyed everything. And I think that's what Pajit does. Right. The city. Right. They're, like, it's it's mentioned in the movie, and you see it a little bit more in the manga, that they mine, they dig down into the ruins. Right. And they're mining stuff. Right. So maybe they haven't found these yet, but this figure is gliding over them. What's uh, there are, again in, again in the manga one of the characters says these things litter the bodies of these things litter the landscape. Oh, yeah. So these things are it. apparently these things are over everywhere. Everywhere. So the to be recognizable by anyone I would yeah. think. So there is this mass production of these things destroying everything. Yeah. And that's why this civilization I guess fell so quickly. Yeah. 7 mm. days of fire. Seven days of a week of fire. Oh. Yeah. So then we have a uh, cut to like a shot from below from within the forest. And you see the her piloting this glider through this break in the canopy, I guess, to this clearing filled with sand dunes. So a sand dune and then like a forest. Yeah. So there is the is she landing on the edge 
of the forest, like where there's a desert before you get to the forest, or, or there's there a, a space within the forest that has a desert. Yeah, a little patch of desert within a clearing in the forest. Which do you think it is? I think it's the edge. I think she's the edge of the forest. I don't know. Like, I've always thought it was the edge of a forest. Like, she's walking into something new, but... I guess it's possible. We don't really see... I mean, either is possible. In the later minutes, it looks like she's... There's definitely action at the edge of the forest. Yeah. That doesn't mean that that's where she is. But, yeah. So, she lands in the desert. We'll say it's at the edge of the forest. And she's walking into the forest. And so, my note about this forest is that Mm -hmm. it looks like dandelions. And it looks like plants... Like other kinds of plants that would be very small. Yeah. Like all the the shapes that you see mm-hmm. of these plants are shapes that you would expect to be less than a foot high. high. Right. But it's apparent as she's walking through there that there are several stories high. Yeah. High. So it's kind of a this weird a, like taking shapes that you think are expect to be small and just blowing up. These are shapes yeah. that are huge. So is this applies like to a, the insects too? I guess. But yeah. It starts so with the plants. It's a huge mutation. I guess. And be like, grow more so you could avoid the fire on the ground. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I figured it out, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. So she takes her rifle with her as she walks into the forest. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. I've got something, I think it's pretty big to me. But so in the previous minute, we saw this winged figure in blue and her wings are white. And then in this shot, you see a figure in blue riding a glider that is white that looks like white wings almost so yeah it's clear that this is that this character is going to have a big impact on the story and she's you never really wonder if it's whether or not this character that you see is the same as from the tapestry it's pretty clear from the get-go yeah but like it's just kind of like a parallel as to like oh she's this person is almost as big as this deity or deity or whatever Almost as big? What do you mean as big? I don't know, like a big influence on people as a deity, but like a smaller scale. So you think the deity depicted in the tapestry is something that they had seen, not something they're expected or looking forward to, but something that they had seen before. Like this is a figure that had appeared to them in the past, which is why they were worshiping it. No. No. No, I'm just saying that like her choice of clothing is similar to this deity and this deity has had a big impact on the people of this world. So it just kind of So you just, are you, do you think that she you're saying she could not have not been thinking about that when she chose her dress <laughs> or clothes rather? Uh she kind putting of, on her stuff in the morning and she's like and I getting look, on the glider is like, "Huh. You know what this looks like? <laughs> I look like that god that we worship all the time." I'll deny it if anybody asks me or points it out, but yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm deep inside. I'm I'm pretty big. Yeah. I'm as big as... kind of a big deal. (laughs) It might have been intentional or it might have been like someone handed her these clothes and she's been wearing blue her entire life. Yeah. So, but back to this deity, how, why did they draw this deity or weave this deity into the tapestry? Is this something that they saw? I mean, I guess you could say that they saw it in like the blue sky and the white clouds. Oh, okay. And the wind is associated okay. with clouds. So this is just something from myth, from their imagination. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But she matches it. But she matches it. And she's totally means to. And she's <laughs> doing it on purpose. And like, so we both... We don't know we if know she, she means it, but someone definitely means it. You know, like her, maybe like her father, like yeah. her community. Yeah, decided to give her blue clothes. Yeah, and she was like, okay. And they're like, you know what? That 
kind of looks. Yeah, that red glider. You know, we're gonna repaint that. I'm gonna make it white. Make it better. Uh, yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's a better look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's all I have to say. Okay, that's it. Yep. All right, we'll see you next time next on the time. the Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute.